0: Alana King on a hat-trick and gone a hat-trick for King three on the bounce outstanding from the leggy she missed out on one in the Commonwealth games Meg Lanning dropped one at slip she has one in the 100 yes Alana King's hat-trick in the 100 of course the English women's T20 competition Big night overnight with the BBL and WBBL drafts taking place. We're going to talk to Alana about that now because she joins us on the show. Alana, welcome. Good morning, guys. How are you? Very well, thank you. Um, looking forward to another big WBBL season. Tell us about Danny Wyatt, who, of course, will be joining the Scorchers women's team.
1: Oh well, if you if you're up for fireworks, that's what Danny brings to the team, and yeah, I'm stoked that she's. Uh, that, well, we've picked her up in, in the draft and, yeah, looking forward to having her in Orange this year.
0: So, obviously, you uh, obtained Annie, you retained Sophie Devine, you had to let Marazan Cap go. How big a loss will Marazan be?
1: Oh, yeah, it's a, it's a tough one, right? Like, I think uh, the Scorchers had the, the toughest decision to make out of all teams, so, yeah, unfortunately, we couldn't keep both as though we'd love to and, yeah, it'll be sad to see Cappy go. Um, she was Big part of what we what we had built over the last two years, especially the, the year that we won. But, um, yeah, sad to see you go, but great that we've got Soph back, um, our skippers back, and she just offers so much to this group.
0: So, Danny White and Sophie Devine, would you be looking to have them open the batting for you, Alana? Is that how it's going to work?
1: Uh, to be quite honest with you, I would have no idea, but I'm assuming... That could be an opening combination. That's not my decision, and I'm glad that's not my decision because, um, yeah, I'm just going to sit back and watch the fireworks happen because we've got a pretty uh, pretty amazing opening partnership with, with Sofa and Moon's have been doing that for years so add Danny in the mix to that I think yeah it's going to be a force to reckon with I reckon
0: yep you might need to wear a helmet if you're sitting somewhere near the boundary <laughs> I suspect because there'll be a few clearing the ropes hey you were part of the ashes campaign early in the year how much fun was that
1: yeah it was a lot of fun um yeah we we, we were happy that we retained it um, we would have loved to win it but yeah I think retaining it um was was part of the the process as well and I think the the Ashes was just a great spectacle I think we played some really good cricket and so did England and it just showed two, uh, two powerhouses going head to head and just brought the best out of each other so uh, great to be part of it, great to be bringing the urn back home, that's for sure and yeah, it was, a, it was an awesome time being part of the Ashes.
0: I was going to say, what was it like being there with obviously both the the women's and the men's team playing and the whole country caught up in because Ashes is now the biggest thing in cricket really, isn't
1: it? Yeah, there was a massive buzz around the whole country and um, there was a fair bit of crossover as well, so uh, it, we tried to get to some of the men's games but obviously schedule, scheduling doesn't always work in your favour, but yeah, I think having both the men's and women's Ashes um, together in the in the one country was, was something that was pretty special. And as I said, there was lots of buzz around the country and everyone was keeping tabs, whether you were at the women's game, what, what was happening at the men's game and vice versa. Um, both, both Ashes campaigns were very entertaining. And um, yeah, uh, as an Aussie, uh, it was great to have both of them back on Aussie soil.
0: So speaking of entertaining and men's, the, obviously the BBL draft took place last night as well, and the Scorchers picked up Zach Crawley as one of the baseball men. So that's going to be pretty exciting for Scorchers fans.
1: <laughs> oh, absolutely. And I think he's going to really suit the Australian wickets, especially over at Optus, nice bouncy wickets. And he's a pretty tall bloke. So um, expect plenty of boundaries from Zach. And it's great to have um, Laurie as well back in Orange. Um, we had him a couple of years ago. So... Yeah, I think this, the men's and women's are trying to do pretty much similar things and trying to keep the core cool group of WA players um, together and then, yeah, add in what add in what we need to top up in our list. And I think both teams have done that exceptionally well in the draft last night.
0: What's going to be the key for the Scorchers WBBL team, do you think, Alana?
1: Oh, I think, like every other team, I think we've just got to take one game at a time um, and don't lose the fact of enjoying enjoying ourselves. I think this is a best competition in the world, and, and we love playing it. So I think it's just going to be an exciting time. Uh, the whole draft has created a new dimension to the game. So, yeah, I think it's about who can adapt quick, quickly and gel as a team quickly, but most importantly, just have fun um, and, and show off your skills, I guess. So, uh, yeah, I think every team will be doing the same, but, yeah, the Scorchers would, would like to be building a bit more, obviously missing out on finals last year. So uh, that, that will be probably top top of the list in, in getting back in those final series.
0: Looking at the teams, who do you think is going to be the biggest threat?
1: Oh, geez, I think, I think every team's going to be a threat, to be honest. Um, every team has picked up some absolute gun all-rounders last night. So, oh, yeah, I, it's pretty hard to say now. I think once every team has completed the list, then you can ha- really have a look at who's got, got a good list. But um, as the old saying goes, it's only as good as on paper. So... Uh, what happens on the field determines whether you uh, you, you lift the trophy or not. So, uh, yeah, I think for us, we'll probably more likely just look look towards ourselves and making sure that we we top up where we need to in terms of whether we get another overseas signing or or we sign some some more local players. So, yeah, I think the the focus will be more on what we can do better as a team to to get us to the to that last game of the WBBL.
0: The Women's World Cup has just finished, the um, soccer I'm talking about, and obviously there's a lot of momentum generated for women's sport at the moment in the country. Is there an opportunity here for, I mean, cricket, women's cricket has come so far in the last 20 years, but there isn't, is there another opportunity for another spike, do you think, given the momentum that's pushing towards women's sport at the moment? Absolutely.
1: I think, yeah, what the Matildas did was, was unbelievable and i was abroad for the whole world cup but to have for me to be following the world cup from abroad and be really invested in it just shows uh what having a home world cup did and for the matildas and just for soccer in australia as well so the the more you can see people on tv and the more you can see women's sport on tv it's just going to create more traction and, and more viewership and that's what we wanted and cricket's done that um not just in the WBBL, but with the Australian team as well. You saw back in 2020 when they filled the G um, for the women's final. That was incredible. And the Matildas are doing the same thing now from the soccer part of, um point of view. So I, I'm not surprised because I think it, it deserves to have all the accolades to go with it and the records to be broken. So um, I, I just think this is just the start and it's just going to keep getting better and better as, as you see more um, on TV.
0: Did you see a spike in young girls picking up cricket after that T- T20 World Cup in
1: 2020? Oh, 100% I did. And I started to notice um, young kids, not just girls, but boys as well, recognising the women's players, um, especially during the Big Bash. They know you by name, they've got your cards and they want you to sign their their playing cards. They're, they're really invested now and it's great to see. And yeah, I think that's, that's just a credit to what the Australian women's cricket team have done for just A number of years, um, and that's paved the way for for more young boys and girls to pick up a bat and ball.
0: Why did you choose leg spin, Alana?
1: (laughs) Uh, Look, I was probably a bit nuts at the time. Um, I was like every other junior kid who just wanted to bowl fast, and I'm not the stature to bowl uh, quick. So I tried my hand in off spin, didn't really suit me. So my brother introduced me to leg spin because he bowled a little bit. off that as a junior. And then once I started doing that, I was introduced to to the uh, great Warnie on screens and just saw what he used to do. And I'm like, "Jesus, looks fun. So I am going to stick at it. But um, uh, yeah, didn't know what I was getting myself into, to be quite honest.
0: You like Warnie, you talk to the umpires, sort of try and convince them what you're doing and t- <laughs> t- tell them what you're going to bowl next and wh- how they should be umpiring that ball.
1: Oh, no, no. I'll leave the umpires to their job. They've got a job to do. So you can only ask the question.
0: Alana, thanks so much for joining us on the show today. Good luck for the upcoming season. Good luck especially for the WBBL season. And uh, thanks so much for talking to us.
1: Thank you. Have a great day.
0: Alana King, of course, star of the Scorchers WBBL team and also the Australian women's team as well. Fantastic to have uh, have her with us on the show. We are, as always, brought to you by Isuzu Ute. You can live your own way in the seven-seater Isuzu MUX. See your Isuzu Ute dealer today. We'll be back with more after the break.